Hey y'all, hey. Sierra, new creature. Haven't seen y'all, well, heard from y'all or talked to y'all in a long time. Been had some things going on, but definitely got some new stuff I want to bring to y'all. So I'm just happy to be back. I'm happy for those who have tuned in and listened to some of my other stuff. Definitely appreciate it. And like I said, send me a message. You can send me a message at uh, rest at sierradixon.org. Send me anything. If you got questions, if you got any topics that you want me to talk about, whatever the case, send me something. So, y'all, just leaving from a session and um, all day today, it seems like there's been a theme today as far as Christians who are you know, seeking help for various reasons, whether it's, you know, seeking help because maybe they're experiencing, you know, depressed mood, or maybe they're going through a divorce or whatever the case may be, even those, you know, who have recently lost loved ones. Um, the issue though, that I'm, that I'm seeing is that, you know, these individuals who confess to be Christians, they're reaching out for help, which is a good thing, right? It's a great thing to be able to reach out for support and to also know that that support is out there for you. But what I've been hearing lately is this this stigma that continues in the faith community with other believers and even professional believers who confess, you know, not who are counselors or psychiatrists in one of these cases, um, who say that they are Christians, but they are detouring other Christians from reaching out, you know, and it's still this whole, this thing that's coming as far as making people believe or in, in actually coming out, just outright saying it, that, you know, if you are not, if you are seeking any type of mental health assistance or anything like that, any type of support outside of the Bible, then you're not trusting God and there's something wrong with you. And, you know, bringing up all these things as far as, okay, you know, you're not praying enough and you, all these, all these condemning things, I would say, you know, and there's this blame as far as blaming them for their situation and why things may be going the way that they're going. Y'all, to all my counselors out there, anybody that's in the helping field, if you're doing this, please stop. Because it's causing so much trauma, trauma that's already there, but it's adding more trauma to these individuals' lives. And it's it even to my, you know, my um other professional peoples or you know, those who are in the in the faith community, preachers, you know, whoever, whatever, whatever capacity that you're at as far as working with people, please, if you're doing this, if you if you don't know what to say. There are different people such as myself and other professionals that are willing to come out and willing to talk with the congregation and to the ministers to help you to know how to deal with these certain situations, you know, and even so much as to help you to understand too, where in the Bible where God, he, in his word, it talks about this, about those that are ill, those that need this type of help. And it's, it's not about, you wouldn't tell this to a person who has cancer and you definitely wouldn't tell it to somebody who has diabetes or anything like that. You wouldn't discourage them from going to see a doctor and getting the help and them treatments and stuff that they need. So what makes mental health any different? It doesn't. 
And to those of you who are out there who are advocating and supporting and trying to encourage you, look, my hat's off to you. My hat is off to you because it's something that we are steady struggling with. Y'all, when I look at, you know, the suicide rate and all that type of stuff, it's not just, you know, it ain't just non-believers that are doing these things. You know what I'm saying? It's it's believers as well that are coming to this conclusion. And it makes me wonder really how much support is actually out there, even though we know that the support is there and it's available. So that was the theme. Um, and it, me personally, for myself, you know, it's something that does touch home to me, you know, for me, because I've, I've gone through that situation. I've gone through that whole thing of, you know, people telling me that I wasn't trusting God because I chose to seek out a therapist and all that type of stuff. No, I, that is trusting God because now I'm in a different position and I know not because I've read it or somebody else has told me, but I know personally that God takes his people and he puts them in places where he wants them to be included in this profession. Every single one of us, I don't care where they're at on the spectrum. I don't care where they're at in their social economic and all that type of stuff. All of us has experienced at least one mental illness. Okay. And the thing is, is if you don't understand what mental illness is, it doesn't have to be something that's chronic. We've all experienced, you know, the loss of a loved one, you know, uh, maybe depression, maybe you were depressed for a while. Maybe you were grieving just a little bit longer, you know, just anything you can think of. Maybe you had some type of, you know, emotional reaction to things that were going on on your job or just stress related to parenting and all that's anything that you can think of that causes you to even, you know, be so consumed by these different emotions where it does affect you and your occupation or it affects you in your home life and your personal life, stops you from being able to do things that you, uh, stops you from being able to do things that you once enjoyed. All of that said, and it doesn't have to be something, like I said, that's chronic. It could be acute, okay? And you get past it, you get through it. Um, and I, and I, I'll take that back. I'm not going to say all of us cause I'm not a general speaking person and I can't speak for all of the people that's in the globe. Okay. But what I will say is we, if you haven't gone through it, you know, somebody else that, that has gone through it, you know? And so I think that all of us, period, you know, whether it's us, our children, our family members, friends, colleagues, whoever, this needs to be something that we are constantly pushing as far as being okay with going going to get help, knowing what support systems and stuff exist as far as when you do reach that point, and then being okay with whatever you have to go through, whatever type of treatment plan that your clinician comes up with, whether it's talk therapy, whether it's EMDR, or you know, if it's some type of medication, be okay with it. Because even when you take it back to the body of Christ, in order for you to be able to help and do the things that God has called you to be, to do, you have to be okay. You got to be, you look, look, you have to think about what type of things are we missing out on when we're not taking care of ourselves, when self-care is not our number one priority. And we can easily get into that thing where we feel like we have to do all these things and make sure we complete all these tasks and be the mother and be the father and all. But what about us as a person and what we need to keep ourselves going? So I think that's very important. So I'm glad y'all let me, you know, get that rant off, that rant off. So um, hopefully somebody hears this and 
if you're in a you know in a situation or you're just going through something right now and you feel like you need to talk to somebody or even if you're not sure if you need to talk to somebody I encourage you reach out you can go on psychology today you know look at look for therapists in your area whatever the case google it whoever find somebody find a good support system make them a part of your support system and it doesn't have to be something that lasts for a long time you know whatever you need be okay with reaching out and doing what you have to do for yourself and that's it okay that's my that's my two cents on this matter um so um a lot of things has gone on you know since last time um I guess I'm not even good about talking about what went on in between. It's been so much. It's been so much. That's why I wish that, you know, you guys would just send me some topics to talk about. Anything that you want to talk about, touch on. But um, I would say that one, that was that was the, the main one. Um, I don't know. I guess it just baffles me when I hear about so many different opinions. Everybody has an opinion about everything. And I just, I don't get it. Like if you, if you spend so much, if you spend half the time, you know, taking care of your life and doing what you have to do and the other half of the time looking and reflecting on what you have done and what you can do better or, you know, you know, I guess congratulating yourself on your achievements or something like you don't have time to be critiquing everybody so much. Stop. That irritates me. You know, and I, I've come into situations, you know, I won't lie. And probably some of the people who didn't did that, they probably be listening. So I don't care. Y'all know me. I don't sugarcoat nothing, you know, but sometimes I think that, you know, we, we need to be mindful of things that we say and mindful of, you know, us giving our opinions on people's situation or assuming how people are handling things or feel about things or what they should be doing. I don't got time for that. I'm not, I'm not doing all that. You know, I would be there as a support for you as much as you want me to, but I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not condemning you. I'm not doing none of those things, you know, and I just, I I want the same thing for me. And I feel like, you know, I'm at a different space in my life where honestly, I, I really don't care. That's how I feel right now. I don't care. And I'm not seeking that validation. And then when I do find those areas where I think that I might be, you know, seeking validation. I hurry up and I do some reflection on it and try to figure out, okay, what, who you trying to seek that validation from? Why, you know, and what's the purpose of it? And now how do we get rid of that thing? Because that's not going to help me in my life. Okay. And so, you know, people just say little things. So y'all know I didn't, you know, um, divorce and all that type of stuff. You know, I have kids and all that, you know, and I've just, I've come to that point in my life where, I feel like, you know what, I, I kind of want to, you know, it may sound selfish to some other people, but really, again, I don't care because I know me and I know what I've done, but I've come to that point in my life where I'm, I'm ready to start doing things for me now, along with everything else that I've done. You know, I've, I was in a marriage and I felt like the entire marriage, though, I was lonely the entire marriage. You know, of course, because of all the chaos that was going on in the marriage. And then, you know, I had younger children. Well, we had younger children and we still have children. Um, and I, I took all my attention through all that chaos and I just focused on my children. I focused on my children. I focused on education. I focused on helping people. You know, I focused my attention on so many different things, you know, and 
I don't know, like even when I think about my prayers during that time, like my prayers was always about other people and, you know, and help me get through that chaos and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, I can't really look back and say all the things that I did for myself as far as self-care and all that type of stuff and including you know, just to be honest, what kept me in that situation so long? You know, back then I couldn't focus on those things. And so now me being in a different phase of my life and being able to reflect on those things and healing and all that type of stuff. Now it's just like, okay, you know, my kids are teens now and, you know, I'm seeing them as they go through their different developments and they're becoming more independent. And I'm seeing, you know, them getting prepared to launch. And honestly, I'm just like, okay, I get all this stuff is going on and I'm working and all that type of stuff. But what about me though? Okay. And y'all please, please don't let me just be this, be doing this by myself. Cause I know it's somebody else out there right now who's thinking the same thing and you got the same type of friends and family like, Oh no, you know, this is your time just to focus on your kids and I've been focusing on these kids all their lives and I'm still going to focus on them. That doesn't mean though that I don't have needs and desires and all that type of stuff, you know? And then, uh, I get this one thing. I've gotten this one thing of, you know, well, this is your time just to focus on God. Is that not condemning when you hear somebody say that? Like, so you're telling me that, I, for me to, you know, desire connection and all that type of stuff, that means that I'm not focusing on God or that I don't, I don't love God. Oh, I, love, I love God less, you know, than if I were single and all. And it's like, what, where do they even get this stuff from? I don't understand. And then the tripped out part about it, y'all, is it's married people talking to me, telling me this stuff. If you are married, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me and tell me, don't tell me no, don't tell me anything. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Just say, hey, I'm glad to see you, bless you, whatever. Don't tell me nothing, no, okay? Because the stuff that comes across, it's hard for me to relate to you or to even feel like that you can relate to me because when you go home at night, you're with somebody, You know, when you go out and you go do things, you're with somebody. Now, I do things by myself a lot. I'm okay. I'm not desperate. I'm not saying I need, I'm I'm trying to jump into bed with somebody or anything like that. But I do desire that connection though, okay? And so when I hear that, like, y'all don't know, like, it does something to my skin. Like, it's not even about me. You know what I think about? I think about other people that hurt this craziness. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not the solution. That's not it. Now, everybody is at different phases. It depends on what phase you is. And, and, but you know, you know yourself and God is working on you. And I believe that as long as you're trusting him and asking him to guide your footsteps and to lead you, he's going to do just that. Okay. But all this other stuff, no. So this is my public <laughs> my public declaration. If you looking for me to to show you some type of superwoman thing or to I don't even know. I don't even got the word. Just don't look for it for me cuz you're not going to get it. That's it. Okay? And so that's why I'm at. And I this is something I pray about all the time and I you know, I 
I look at my situation and it, it, it's kind of hard though when I'm explaining to people because you know I, although I was married for 15 years guess what I was lonely for 15 years you know so I feel like that my that it started way 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 back at the beginning you know when when the when the ball dropped in okay and so I feel like that it has you know, granted, I know that there's some things that's going on too because, you know, kids are getting older. They need me less and less each year and all that type of stuff. So I know that I'm experiencing, you know, somewhat of the, the beginning of the empty nest syndrome and all that type of stuff. And I get that. Okay, you know, but life is going to go on. All right. And I, there are things that I desire in my life and I don't have no guilt and I don't feel no shame about saying that, you know, what I want to do, this is what I'm going to do and all that. And it doesn't just have to do with dating or anything like that, rather, or, you know, connecting with someone, um, but just in life period, you know, desiring to travel. And sometimes I'm not going to travel with my kids. And guess what? I don't feel guilty about it. There are going to be times when I go do things without them and I don't feel guilty about it you know and I feel like that people push that off on me you know as if because I'm single like there's this extra expectation of me and all that type of stuff don't put no expectations on me ain't nobody died for me on the Christ but on the cross but Jesus Christ (laughs) that's it if you ain't on that cross if you ain't down that cross for me don't put no expectations on me leave me alone that's it just leave me alone I don't got time for it you know so I just want to know, you know, if anybody else, and this is for men and women, it's not just women that's going through, but men and women, you know, um, I hear, you know, some people that come in to come talk to me and it's like, it's that same thing of, I just see people wanting to lunch, you know, to lunch and branch out and or just soar period, you know, that rocket is ready to go, but it's so many different things that are holding on to them that it's it's not theirs to begin with you know and that puts in it to me it develops this fear where you feel like you know you're fearful to do whatever you're going to do if you don't receive that validation from people and that's what it feels like you know so i just encourage people always of course god is first he tells us acknowledge him in all our ways okay and i know he's going to direct our path that's what his word says Okay, so do just that. He ain't say do all the extraness and all that type of stuff. No, if you're fearful of always doing things, then you're not going to do anything, okay? You're not going to, so what if you fail? Oh, well, he's going to be there even during that time. You get back up and now you try again. You try something else again. You keep going, but you can't just back down every time you run into a a brick wall or every time somebody doesn't approve of something. People are going to live their lives. And that's what I figured out. You know, I remember going through, um, going through my divorce and everything like that. Even before going through the divorce, you know, I can remember like, tr- you know, wanting to get all this support from people and comfort and all that. And then, of course, people were throwing their opinions at me. But what I quickly learned was, guess what? When people go home at the end of the night that's it they gone on about their business and now you're stuck with whatever that you're whatever didn't happen or whatever your household is like so it's best if you when you are making decisions you make the best decisions for what's going to work for you and your household 
Okay, you allow God to lead you and you trust him and whatever that situation is, whatever that thing is, whatever that you're going through. But don't put that trust in people to dictate what you're going to do or to even validate what you're going to do. That's a part of being grown. When people throw that whole, well, I'm a grown woman or I'm a grown man and all that time. That's a part of being grown where you're not looking for that validation from people like that. You know, you know, you, of course, you know, we, we as Christians, we follow a whole different guideline. Yeah, of course, you know, but at the same time, no, it still does not give other people the right to determine what path you're going to take. It's your path. You have to decide that and you have to trust God alone that he is going to direct your path. And if you get off course, trust him enough that your good, good father is going to lead you back to him. Okay. Notice I didn't say back to the right path. I said back to him. Okay. Back to him that Jesus will lead you back to him. When I look at my life, y'all, it I done went down so many paths and all that type of stuff. And if he made me walk back, <laughs> reverse down some paths to go down some, I'd be so lost, okay? Because I've gone down so many paths. But guess what? Each path, he made sure that it led my behind right back to him. So I thank God for that, all right? So that's my rant for tonight, y'all. I hope y'all got some stuff. Please, come on, send me some stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's have some conversations. I want to, I be wanting to get on here and talk, but I be needing things to talk about, you know, and not, and know that I'm not just, you know, in my head or in my circle talking about all this stuff or whatever. But if y'all want to hear it, I'm giving it to you. That's fine too, you know, but hey, like I said, reach out. If you're looking for a therapist in the St. Louis area, I mainly work with couples and trauma. Um, reach out to me, you know, area code 314 7491. Again, that's area code 314 649 7491. You can also reach me on my website. You can go to Sierra Dixon org. That's C I A R A D I X O N dot org. You can also send me an email at rest, R E S T, at Sierra Dixon org. Um, multiple ways that you can reach out. Like I said, I'm here in the St. Louis area. Reach out to me. I'd be glad to hear you. Be glad to help you walk with you on your journey, whatever that you need. That's my time, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Be blessed.